So we're in the middle of the next So says the Gemara. We're in the middle of trying to fix. We're in the middle of trying to fix a sukkah that's higher than 20. So we said last night a case that a guy builds a stage in his sukkah, thereby raising the floor and creating a real sukkah, and it has three walls. That's the upper picture. And there, you know, Rashi aside, we discussed the Rashi that said that even the white part is is kosher to sit in because Pesleyitz in the sukkah, and that's a big kiddush. But Vinishvi, that was the case we said last. Says the Gemara tonight. Says the Gemara. Umin hatzad, meaning they were in the middle of a sentence. We'll just read from the beginning of the sentence again just to get clarity. Last, one, last line before the lines start getting thin because of the pictures. master mama, if you had a sukkah taller than 20 amis, and you built the stage, all along the back wall, the middle wall. Al kula. The whole thing, which means it stretches from wall to wall. So you have, you have a full sukkah with three walls. Because the stage stretches from the right wall, through the back wall, to the left wall. And now you have a sukkah of three walls. Al-Panei And there is in that area at least a proper sukkah. Then it's Kshera. Very simple. How about Umin Hatzad? How about the bottom picture? That you built the stage on two walls. Now, if you have old-fashioned Gemara like me, in the edge of the stage, which is in the middle of the sukkah, there's this thick black line. That shouldn't be there. Because that looks like a wall. It's not. It's just the edge of the stage. You know, I don't know who put that in. You have a fancy mark, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, you probably have a new modern new model. But like, you know, like here, that same drawing is a wall. So it says Istvam and Asad. There's no there's no real wall there. Exactly. It's just pure stage. So the Gemara doesn't speak this out. You failed. You failed. Yes, you're right. In your stage area, there's less than 20 amis between the floor and the ceiling. Great. But you only have two walls. Where's your third wall? All the way over there? Well, sorry, that wall doesn't count. Because when you get to that wall, the schach above it is above 20 amis. So the fact that you have a wall over there doesn't count for anything. So yes, you have a stage. And yes, you have an area of sukkah that the floor to the ceiling is less than 20 amis. But I have bad news for you. You only have two walls. So it's possible. Why is it two walls? Isn't it one wall? No, because you have the right wall and the back wall. Oh, so that is a wall where it says it's Yeah, but not, not the, um, not the, the center wall. The, the Rosh Chabur is now walking behind the de- table. Oh, yeah, He's now at Avi Rosenberg's Gemara, showing him where the middle wall is on the old style diagram. This is Vin Scully. 
Vince Gully never talked about the Machit and the Fresen. Anyway. I don't know about that. <laughs> says, says, says the Gemara. So here, you only have two walls. Says the Gemara, not so posh. In Yesh Mesvasa Itztva. Mesvas Itztva. If there is, from the edge of the stage, Lekaisel, to that last wall, Dalat Amis, four Amis or more, yes, you're right at the Psula. It's possible you only have two walls. The third wall is out of range. It cannot count for you. But, less than four amis, it's kshera. It's kosher. How? So the Gemara doesn't even speak it out. Rashi speaks it out. The Gemara is using a device, a halach sinai, called doifen akuma. Daifen Akuma means curved wall. Now, without getting into any lumness for one sentence, let's just define it without getting into any lumness. Then we'll talk for a minute about the lumness. Daifen Akuma means a curved wall, which means the halacha of Mishmisinai is if you ever need a wall in a certain place to be kosher, but there is a wall not where you need it, but within four amis. We say the wall bends. Daifen akuma, and the wall will bend to accommodate your needs, which means you have a problem here. You have a stage which, ha- which is bounded by two real walls. You need a third wall, says the Gemara, based on Daifen akuma. If the third wall is within four Amis, the halacha mishmasinai of daifen akuma, of bent wall, of curved wall, will bend the wall till where you need it, schlep the wall till where you need it, and then you have a third wall and it's kosher. Now, the simple way to understand daifen akuma is not the way Rashi explains it. If I would have given you those facts and say, okay, tell me how it works, probably most of you would have said, I for sure would have said, like the Ran and the Ritva, that we just pretend, the Halakham Shabbosina said to do it, we pretend that the wall moved over. And we pretend that the location, or you know, like curved from the ground, and we view the wall like it's here. We need this wall right here abutted at the end of the stage and it's far away, Daifen Akuma allows the wall to bend, so to speak, and move in the direction that I need it all the way till where I need it, till the edge of the stage. Now I have a stage bounded by three walls. Are you saying the left wall is moving over mm-hmm. the middle? Yes, that's Daifen Akuma. That's it's not really bending. Why do you say the wall extends? It's not bending. It's just, it's like making it a bigger wall. It doesn't have to turn or... Well, the, or... <laughs> well the problem is, the lashon of the Allah HaMesh is Akuma. Akum means bent, like we had in the third part. Akum Daim But Akum um, means the wall bent. 
So the Ritva says, the Lamdas is, that the Daifan Akumashim Merkareves Hadaifan. It brings the wall closer. Ah, the wall's not there. You have to be somewhat reality-based. So we're reality-based. We say that the wall starts there and bends to where it has to go. How, how much is four on this one? Eight feet. Eight feet. Rashi, that's how the Ritva and the Ran explain how Daifan Akuma works. Rashi says Daifan Akuma works differently. Rashi says that basically Daifan Akuma turns the schach into wall. Which means, what's the problem? What's the problem that you don't have a wall close to the stage? That the schach above that area is above 20. Well, if I turn that into wall and it's slowly turning to where the schach is, it's no longer schach, it's wall. So there's no schach higher than 20 amps. So Rashi says that we bend the schach into the wall, that the schach turns into wall. The Ritva says we move the wall. The nafkamina is a great nafkamina. If you're not standing on the platform. Exactly. Exactly. Gorgeous. Beautiful. If you're standing on the If you're there. If you're there. Then you don't have any schach. If you're there. Because well, over the stage, you have schach now. Exactly. So that, 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 that's what I was just saying. Like the Ritva and the Ran, I'm under schach. If you have to imagine that the wall is here, I'm still allowed to sit here. There's schach above my head. I'm still allowed to sit here. So you, the wall has to move over. So for your imaginary purposes, the wall moved over. But where I am under is schach. But according to Rashi, that the way Daif and Akum works is that we turn schach into wall and bend the whole thing over, then where you're sitting is not under schach. Right. So the nafkamina between the Rashi and the Ran is, can you sit under the area that you're using Daif and Akuma to move the wall. I'm saying, I'm asking, I'm asking. According to Rashi, right, where the stock turns, I'm sitting on the stage, correct? No, that, that, that's where you're kosher, but let's say you wouldn't be sitting on the stage. Let's say you'd be sitting on the Even ground. according to the Ran of the Ritva, if I'm not sitting there, there's no wall there anymore because the wall is up to the stage. No, because the wall is still, that's why it's bent. I don't have to like know where it's bent. What is that? We didn't move the wall. We may sit it. On the floor. So the wall, at a certain angle, I don't know which angle, is angling from where it is to where it needs to be. And I have all angles at all times. But where I'm sitting, I'm not being hit by a wall physically, and I'm under schach, so I'm fine. But you, you're still under, it's uh, above 20. Yeah, but Rashi said you could sit in that area. You, you would need that. For, for, you're mixing them both together. Yeah, I'll tell you what. For the case of it's the way you're right, but there's other cases we use different Akuma. So if I would ask you a general shadow, oh, okay. can you sit under the area of different Akuma? Then it would depend on one. Okay. You're right. For the case of it's the I need to say I need to say castle. I thought of that. I was afraid that there was someone asked that. But that you're right. That, that, just so to, I just said it like that. But in a real case, different Akuma, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still, still would work. Yeah. Just a quick question about yes. different Akuma. So it has to be less than four amas, right? Yeah. So let's say it's whatever the the can we can you piggyback. Dauphin Akuma into a love with Misa? No. That's because of a rule that doesn't make sense, but this is a, like, uh, pulling like a card on you. Trey Hilchas Olei Amrina. So you can't have under four and then the three twelve. You're you're never allowed to use Never allowed to use Yeah. Now, but I don't know if this is what you meant to ask. Everyone asks on the Ritva and the Ran, you can't use Dauphin Akuma if there's missing Schach. You could only you could turn schach into wall or wall into schach. You can't use deif and akuma when you have a bald spot near sukkah, which a lot of us do. Like in the end, like schach didn't reach the end, so three tefachim and you're out. Meaning you need lavud. 
So, like, Bishlam, according to Rashi, that you're turning schach into wall, you got to give me something to turn into wall. If it's mauled, you can't turn it into wall. But according to the Ram and the Ritzvah, that we're just moving the wall, so then Adarab, bald space, should be even easier to move the wall right. over. So that's the kasha that they ask on the Ram Shita and the Ritzvah Shita. I don't know if that's what you meant, but that's, that's uh, the kasha they ask. Well, I'm familiar with bald, so I just took it from <laughs> So, according to Rashi, you're just trading one problem for another, right? I mean, isn't that a problem? No, because this is curing your problem. You can't, you can't sit under there, but at least on the stage you can sit because I got you a third wall. They found a couple, just got you a third wall. And the third wall is just a third wall. Third is what you need for a sucker. Right, so you can sit under the stage, but I'm saying that. Yeah, that's the victory. Right, okay. But I'm just saying that's the Gemara. The Gemara is saying it works with Dave and Akuma, and we introduced Dave and Akuma with great drum rolls. So he takes the song from here. And then those, yeah. Oh, that's how Rashi does it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara. You telling me Dave and Akuma? Eh, tell me something I don't know. But you mean, by us, we just introduced Dave and Akuma. That's the Chiddush of the week. Says the Gemara. <laughs> My Kamash one. What are you telling me with this case of the stage? Do we say the rule of Daifan Akuma? It's a Mishnah later. Tanina, we learned it in the Mishnah later. If let's say your house got a hole in it, which would mean we're here in the top floor, and let's say this brown thing got cut out. There's a hole. And I put schach there. So let's just say this, this room itself is a sukkah, is the top floor, above us is the sky, and this thing got cut out and I put sukkah, I put schach there. So, for instance, Binyamin, you're sitting right under where the schach is. So, right, so does that work? Well, where's your walls? Well, there's a huge gap between your wall and your schach. Says the mark, well, it depends. If it's less than four amas, you can use Daifan Akuma. If it's not less than four amas, you can't use Daifan Akuma. That's a Mishnah. Bayez Shenivchas, if a house got opened up, like a sunroof or a rollaway roof or one of these sukkah roofs, Vesika Chagabov, and you put sukkah on top of the hole, in Yesh Menhakaisa Lesikach Dalaramis, if there is a distance between the wall and the schach, a four amis. Psul. It's pos. Hapachas mikan. If it's less than four amis, so you have some puzzle here. You have roof, which is puzzle, but it doesn't matter because the wall is within four amis of the schach. We say daifan akuma. Says the Gemara, pachas mikan kshera. Less than that is kosher. So says the Gemara, that Mishnah is the source of daifan akuma. It's a straight up case that if you have bad stuff between your sukkah, your schach, and your walls, if it's less than four amis, we bend the wall and we meet it to the schach. If it's more than four amis, it's too great of a distance to bend the wall and meet the schach, and your sukkah is partial. Says the Gemara, and that's Daifan Akuma. What do you have to tell me in this case of a stage to teach me Daifan Akuma? So the Gemara says... Yeah, there, this area here, 
it could be easily turned into wall. There's nothing about it that's possible. Here, you want to make the schach into a wall? This schach is over 20 amas. It's off limits. It's possible. So I'm not going to give you the favor of that of 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 uh, Akuma. I'm not going to give you the rule of Daifan Akuma when you're out of the range. You're above 20 amas. I'm not turning anything into anything for you above 20 amas. Find that Mishnah here. What's well, how tall is this room? Five amas, six amas tall. So I'll let you turn this wall into in this schach into wall, and we move the wall over, and the wall meets the schach. Because it's all within range. The, the, over there is under 20. The wall is under 20. So when you're under 20, I'll work with you. You're in range. You're under 20. So you're not out of bounds. I'm going to work with you and I'll give you Daifanakuma. But here, when the area, without the stage, that you're converting with Daifanakuma is outside of 20 Amis, I could easily say, listen, you're out of 20 Amis. I do not give you any assistance with Daifanakuma. That's why we need our special case to tell you Daifan Akuma even above 20. So yes, guilty as charged. I am saying Daifan Akuma, which is a Mishnah. The Chiddush that I'm bringing to the table is that I'm using Daifan Akuma even on a wall above 20 that we still give the guy Daifan Akuma. One last case, which is very similar. So, so far we have two stages. We have the stage that was built on the back wall that has three easy walls. We have the stage built on the side that in order to get the third wall, we use Daifan Akuma. How about if you built a stage smack in middle and it has no walls? So your whole sukkah is above 20. Right in the middle, you build a stage. Stage gets you within 20, but you have absolutely no walls. First case, you built it against two walls. Here, you have a stage in the middle, not connecting to any walls, and says the Gemara. Bayesh and Nifchaz doesn't say the, this case. And maybe Bayesh and Nifchaz is one wall. We'll, we'll see. Or we'll it's see. less than 20. You would, oh, or it's less than 20. Right, okay, right. right. That's a Dritva. So give me one second. Dritva says what you said. I'm not happy with it, but give me one second. It's not your fault. It's Dritva's fault. Says, says the Gemara. That makes sense. Once again, same thing. If there is, from the edge of the stage to the wall, Arba Amas, Likal Ruach, Veruach, so you have no walls in range of Daifan Akuma. You need to be within four Amas to have Daifan Akuma. It's Psul. If the stage that's in the middle is within range on all four sides, like four, three, but multiple, multiple, Ksheir. So when it says, I ask you again, my Kamash Malon, which means now I have a checkmate, which means the first time I asked you, when you tell me Daifan Akuma, it's a mission. No, I'm telling you that we give you Daifan Akuma over 20. So then you say this case. So don't tell me the Chitra is Daifan Akuma over 20. We know that from the first case. So what are you telling me? Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. My Kamash one. Damrina Daifan Akuma. Hainu Hach. It's the same thing as the last one. Where it says, I could have thought. Daifan Akuma Meruach Achas Amrinan. 
you can say Daifan Akuma in one direction. I will call Ruach Ruach Loi, but in every direction you can't say Daifan Akuma, Kamash Malon. Kamash that we will say Daifan Akuma in multiple directions. Oh, Fractor Itva, like you say, like this. Fractor Itva, Fractor Itva, why wouldn't I say it in four directions? Answers the Ritva, what you're saying, you two, that you wouldn't say it in four directions and above 20, Kamashra, you say it in both situations. I still don't get it. It's two plus two. And was, if you tell me in one case you say it above 20, and you tell me in another case you say it for one wall, why wouldn't you say it in four walls? So I, I, this question bothered me for a long time. I don't have a good answer. The only maybe little dick answer that I have is, like you were saying, we don't say Trehilchasa. We don't say Tuallachanish Rasinas. Kenzine, I'm, like, I'm not even confident to say this even a little bit. Kenzine, that we view each wall that you employ, Daifanakuma, as a new Allahanish Rasinai, and your sukkah is over the limit. You're only allowed to have in each sukkah one usage of Allahanish Rasinai. And if we look at each wall as a different daifan akuma, your sukkah is using too many, you're over the limit, your sukkah is using too many Allah from Mishmissina, and you're out. Now, I don't believe that for one second below. Even after later on, would they use the double yeah. No, never, we never use two Allahs, but we use, no. We, no, a trail is a lamb. You use one Allah four times. Exactly, exactly. This is not two, this is one times four. This is not one plus one plus one plus one. This is one times four. I'm asking to you, and I do not have a good answer. Okay, fine. So, we continue with solutions to a sukkah that was too tall. Guy makes a sukkah higher than Chaf, and therefore the sukkah is possible, and he wants to fix it obviously without shortening the walls. So, so far, we had all sorts of aids as to how to raise the floor. So, now, the Gemara tries to, like, switch it up a little. Let's say you have a sukkah that's lower than 10 Tvah. Sukkah's too short. So, hey, you gonna fix it? You'll lower the floor. Says the Gemara. Hmm? Watch. Yeah. Says the Gemara. Three lines from the bottom of Dalar If someone's sukkah was lower than 10 Tvachim and he wanted to fix the situation. And he dug into the floor to make, to make it 10 tvachim. Which means, let's say his sukkah was 8 tvachim. So he needs a total halal. He needs total airspace of 10. So he digs 2 tvachim into the ground. The problem is, is that his dig is not exactly congruent with his walls. Which means, you know, the walls go there. He went in a, you know, a foot. 
or a couple inches, and then started his dig. So his like in-ground pool is not exactly aligned with his walls. It's the same thing as the ceiling. It's just mm-hmm. that's what Mars is going to want to do. Yeah. We're going to see if that works. So that's definitely the idea. It's definitely the idea. So, so this guy dug. Now, at the center, there's definitely ten tfachim of space from the lowest point of his in-ground pool to his roof, to his ceiling. The question is, does he have walls? So, says the Gemara, if your airspace of your sukkah was less than ten tfachim, the and you dug a hole, like, you know, like a pool, dug a hole, to complete the tent fachim of the wall, says the Gemara, if there is, from the lip of the dig, which means from the edge of the dig, to the wall, gimel tfachim, Three tfachim or more psula. So, which means you have the dig here, you have the walls a little out. If that gap between the dig, the edge of the dig, and the wall is more than three tfachim, your sukkah is possible because that is not a wall. <laughs> Less than three tfachim, it's kosher. So here, the Gemara says, in order to get the walls, we're not going to spot you any more than three tvach. Now, now the Gemara wants to know what you were just asking. I don't See, understand. Now I was going to say, like, logistically speaking, three tvachim is, let's say if you try to dig down, right? If you dig too close to the wall, then the wall collapses. Right? Right? Right. So right. what are we saying? That that let the two point seven five twelve is an adequate amount away from the wall in order to, to Yeah, do it? you know, I mean again the wall is a foot yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's a foot. A tefach, tefach like a, a big tefach is four inches. So we're talking about warm bag hooky. Um warm bag warm bag less for die. Um, but no, I just have to start from drugs. It's like, it's like painful. It's painful to watch. It's drinking more beer. I'm going to eat your shirt. Cancer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, tough on you. Meaning, so your walls are collapsed, but I can't help you. In other words, we, I am spotting you a three tefach offness, a three tefach gap, more than three tefach. I can't do this for you. That's the Gemara's kasha right now. I don't understand. Yesterday we said a concept of daifan akuma that if a wall is within four amis, that's eight feet, of where it has to be, I'll give you the wall. So for instance, yesterday, the night before, we were saying, that if a you have the it's the you have the stage in your sukkah, but you only have two walls that abound the stage, and you need the wall that's four amas away, or three point nine nine amas away. No problem, daifanakuma. You know, like the simple shot would just tilt the wall right to where you need it. Well, over here, I need a wall next to my dig. So why don't I have? Why don't I have 
the same allowance of giving me four Amis as long as my wall that I need is within four Amis of where I need it, give it to me. You gave it to me last night and the night before. Why tonight are you giving me three tfachim, 12 inches, when the last two nights you've been giving me four Amis for the same need? I asked this earlier in the week, but I still don't understand why isn't the Gemara concerned with Hasim Horn and Asim in all these cases? Let's say I put on the Schach afterwards. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all these, all these conditions are in existence. So you don't even need these conditions. I'm saying I'm digging down and making my circle 10 Amis, 20 Amis, however it is. It seems to be much. You did what you did and now you're coming to the rabbi. Meaning, you're, you're, you're like, you make your, you have your walls, oh shoot, it's still less than 10, 12. So you dig your thing, then you put on stuff. So and then your friend tells you, that's great. This is just asking theoretically. Right. The Gemara, the theoretically yeah. speaking, Maybe, I made my yeah. this way. Right, and I was like, yeah, and, I was, and I'm just doing that to get out of your kasha. Meaning like, Tasa Nasi, yeah, but let's discuss the facts. And if you did it out of order, maybe it's Tasa Nasi. Here we're trying to understand the laws of construction. Tasa Nasi is a question that we can ask about proper order. So let's first get, so I'm just telling you, don't worry. This is a construction. Right, yeah, don't worry. You, you did it in the right order. You put on the stuff after all is said and done. But in other words, I'm, I'm saying, saying even, even in the case with, with, with the pillows, right? You're saying that's also right. a construction. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I'm construction. not saying you can't have an issue with Tassim and us if you did it in the wrong order. But as first, I want to understand, like, the actual case, is this considered a good sukkah? Now, Tassim and us is possible on any sukkah in the world if it's constructed out of order. This you can fix, you can do it. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm exactly. You pick up the right. No, yeah, so uh, another way, which means we're, we're getting simple solutions to get out of Tasmanasi, but you can't get out of a bad sukkah. So, Akasha is how come I have to do it in three? Says the Gemara, the most gorgeous logical answer. I love simple logic. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Maishna, well, this is still, let's read the Kasha. Maishna Hasam, why? Says the more gorgeous. Rashi Mavar says it like so straight. The word is daifen akuma. We will take a wall and bend it for you. You need to have a wall. What you have here isn't a wall. You have a eight tefach thing. We do not call a wall on something that is less than ten tefach. So in order for, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to move any wall within four amis of where it needs to be. It's got to be a wall. The basic definition of the wall, the most minimalistic definition of a wall is ten fachim. This thing you have over here that's eight fachim fails to meet the bar of wall. So I can't do daifen akuma, bent wall, when what you're giving me to work with is not wall. As soon as you dig that one tefach. Oh, but you need wall for me to say it. So if it's within three tefachim, fine. But if, if you have eight tefach of wall and two tefach of dig, and they're more than three tefachim away from each other, you don't have wall. Okay, so as soon as I dig, I'd say they're within three tefachim, and that's a wall. Yeah, fine. So that would be, then I could go in four feet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, oh, well, so I'll tell you, oh, oh, beautiful. I'll tell you, Sasana says it even sharper. One second. Says the Gemara, 
why is less than 10 not wall? The definition of wall is something that is 10 tfachim. No, you're confusing area and height. Seven tough is area. Think of a machine in the show, right? Yeah. Rashi says it repeatedly. Yeah. So says the Gemara, Hasam, there where you have a wall, and it's just a question of where the wall is placed halachically. I'll move it over for you. As long as it's less than four amas, Sagya, it's enough to move the wall. Hacha, Lishavya Ladaifin. Lashavi means you want to make, you want to create a wall. I can't move a wall to create a wall. I need a wall to move a wall. If it's less than, if it's less than 10 tfachim, fine. If it's less than three tfachim away, I could do it. If not, not. I know, you, I know you like logical, simple answers, but it's a little bit too literal over here. I mean, Dolphin Akuma, you're taking a major leap. Move a wall eight right. feet. Because so, Hashem told Moshe at Sinai, you can move a wall. Rashi says, but Hashem's words to Moshe was a wall. Look here, let's just do the Rashi. Hasim the Rashi in the first, in the last wide line on top of the page. Hasim the Ikashem Daifen Alav. There it has the name wall. To call Daifen Shenapachas Miyud, any wall that's not less than 10, Shmai Daifen. It's called a wall. It can be a million feet high, but it's still a wall. Hell, Adar ba'amis chaser mashu agmerei rachmana lemoisha. Hashem told Moshe daifin akuma. Hachas, hachas says Rashi. Pachas miyud ain't shem daifin alav. El hashdu debeinu l'shavid daifin. We need to make it. Hell, the b'meshen daifin agmer rachmana. The daifin akuma agmerei. He taught him daifin akuma. Hashem taught Moshe daifin akuma. He didn't say you can move an entity. You can move a precipice. You can move a surface. He said you can move a wall, and that's the rules. You can't change that. When you're when you're digging down, are you making the walls of like the earth, whatever around that? Is that making the wall longer also? That's what you want to do, uh, right? So why can't now you have a wall? That's yeah, but in other words, if you have seven there and three deep, eight there and two deep, right. unless they're congruous which means conti- contiguous, oh, it's not then right. they're not a wall. <laughs> right, but... Uh, why not? Why can't the wall go... Sort of like a stack? That's not why a wall. What? That's not a wall. Why not? It's got to be even. Why yeah. not? What does it say? Uh, not only say it. Once you're, once you're uh, saying that, yeah. look at the bottom Rashi on Amenalf. Rashi says, <laughs> even with three, you have to have the full area of sukkah in the ditch. Why? If you're giving me the wall... If you're giving me the wall, why don't you give me... Why, why does that have to be three twelve, seven twelve? Why can't I have like six in the ditch and one on the side of the ditch because I'm allowed to use the, the walls? Teretzis says in Mishnah a wall, a sukkah is one continuous area. You don't have like, it's not like a, a pool with steps, you know? A, wall, a sukkah is a continuous area. It doesn't have different levels. But if I need the levels for extra sukkah, it's not called the sukkah. So Mishnah Baruch says, dear sukkah. You can't make like a modern art sukkah. No, if you have one, if you listen, if, if you have wall is ten, yeah, if you have one sukkah in one place, you can do whatever you want after it, but not them. So the, the Swasemis says gorgeous. Swasemis at Claire following Chakir, the following shot. You told me you're not allowed to create a wall 
with David Akuma. You need an existing wall, and then I can move it for you. So if you have a wall that's only eight, and you need the ditch to make the wall, I'm not going to combine those two, because I'm not doing David Akuma. Let's say you have 10, 12, 15, 25 tefach wall. Oh, beautiful. But you sunk the schach within the wall, within the wall, till it was lower than 10. So you sunk his pulse, but you have a wall. In that case, if I dig a ditch in the ground, do I have four amas? You hear that? That's your Shiloh. Which means, why are you not assisting me with Daifan Akuma and moving this wall over to where I need it in the ditch or moving my wall in the ditch over to the wall? Because I don't have a wall. Because it's less than 10 Tvachim. Okay, so that's what Let's say you have a wall. Just the sukkah, the schach of it is lower than 10 Tvachim. Are you going to give me Daifan Akuma in that case? He asks that as a Shiloh, but he says, you know, Nasan, he says, if you're taking it literally, then you should do it. That's the Svasemis' Chakira. What was the show that you had this? You had a, a full 10 Tvachim wall, but you put for The Schach was sunken in. Like in my sukkah, the Schach is sunken in because otherwise the wind will blow it off. Right. So there, so let's say you have a 10 Tvachim wall, but the Schach is sunken right. in the Tvachim. So, so you need six, the Tvachim. So you have a wall. So then will you give me four arms, or do I still need three Tvachim there? So you should. Right? So you should, but the Svasemis has a Shiloh. What's, so what's the answer? He just had, he leaves it as a Shiloh. You say Devin Akuma downwards. Yeah, I hear, I'm, I'm on your side. You okay. can say that that wall's like it's not there because it's, it's out of the sukkah already. Right. right. So it doesn't matter how high, you know, how much you walk. One more Gemara, and we'll stop for tonight. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, okay, what I just gleaned from these last Gemaras is that you're allowed to use any legalistic wall for a sukkah. Which means, I mean, Daifan Akuma is, is a, not a real wall. I mean, but since there's Allah, we've seen that you're allowed to tilt the wall. Okay, it's a halachic wall. Right? You're allowed to use, I mean, I don't want to sound like a. Yeah, like an open orthodox guy. You're allowed to use, like, you know, rabbinic imagination to make a wall. And we talked about lava just now. So says the Gemara, let me try on you another rabbinic invention and see if that counts as a wall. Says the Gemara like this. Haisa Gavaya Masramama. You have a sukkah that's above 20 amas, it's possible. Ubana by Amud, and you build a stage in the middle of your sukkah. She Gavaya Saratvachim which is 10 Tvachim high, V'yesh Behechshar Sukkah, and it's a stage, so, okay, refer to Ahmed Aleph. If it's within four Amas of the wall, we'll give you Daifan Akuma. Well, it's not, you failed. So, you have this stage in the middle. The walls are way out of range. They're 25 feet away from your stage in the middle. The stage is within 20 Amas of the Schach, but you have no walls. Where are you going to get your walls from? Well, there's another rabbinic invention, and that is called good asik mechitzas. That if you have a wall that's ten tefachim high, we will give the wall like pretend that it goes up. Yeah, that, that was what I was. That was, that was the thing where I was trying to think, not love. Yeah. 
Good asik. So, for instance, for instance, anybody that has a deck and they use their deck as the walls of their sukkah. So everyone puts up, you know, canvas from the deck to the schach. You don't have to. If your deck wall, your deck railing is 36 inches high, which is, you know, 10 tfachim, 36 inches high, 40 inches high, if you're like a big machmer, and like the, the woodwork in the middle is also dense enough, like it's in three tfachim of each other, you have a wall. And we will give you the rest of the wall. An imaginary wall, good asik mechitasa. The wall goes up from where it ends. So here, here, says the Gemara, you have that. Because the stage, like, goes up, and like, we could just pretend there's imaginary walls from the edge of the stage all around you, straight up to the sukkah. Can I use the imaginary walls of Gurasik? Which means, you're telling me, don't we do it by the deck? No, because by the deck, you have half walls. So we're using the half walls, and how does it reach the schach? It reaches the schach through good asik. Says the Gemara, how about using your deck without any of the half walls? Totally imaginary walls. Which means, there's a lot of seen I have good asik. It works by Shabbos. It works by Erevin. It works other places we need a wall. Does it work by Sukkah? And lest you tell me halachim shemusinah, imaginary walls don't work, we saw from Amaral imaginary walls do work. Says the Gemara, so, and there is in this platform at least seven by seven hechshusukah. Savar Abaya wanted to say, good asik mechitasa. The walls continue up. I'm sorry. I'm fine with using halachic walls. I'm fine with using halacha Sinai walls. I'm fine with using fake walls. But there's something by sukkah you need. Amr le rava, but ina mechitzais hanikarais veleka. You need visible walls. Which means, I'm fine to give you halacha Sinai. For instance, Daifan Akuma. The wall is four amas or 3.9 amas away from where it needs to be. But there's something you could lay eyes on. And I will give you that wall. I'll move it over for you, which we know is like, a, you know, not real. It's, you know, it's imaginary. But it works because Hashem told Maisha that it works. But there's something you can put your eyes on. Here, where the walls are real, it's Allah HaMesh Vesina, we say good asik. But it's missing an ingredient of sukkah. The walls of sukkah have to be visible. You can use fake walls. You can use halachic imagination walls. But they have to be something you could see. So the Gemara here is adding a chiv of the walls of sukkah that we're going to have to reckon with every time from now on. That I'm fine to grant you any invention. I'm fine to give you good asik. I'm fine to give you good achis. I'm fine to give you um, a lover. I'm fine to give you daifan akuma. I'm fine to give you, you know, two machitas and one. I'm fine to give you pasibi rois. I'm fine to give you tefach seichek. We're going to have. Tens of inventions of walls as we go through the first parak. There's got to be one ingredient, which is not a halacha. It's like a feeling thing. You got to see the walls of your sukkah. And if, right. Well, that's not in the walls, but you need to be protected. Something like that. Yeah, you need to have real walls. And I'm not going to allow 
a pure halacha to create a wall. It's no less a halacha mishvisinai. It's no worse of a halacha mishvisinai. But it's missing this basic requirement that you have to see the mechitza is hanikaris. So from now on, we have to remember this requirement every time we need the walls of the sukkah to, to be the yes to be recognizable. This we'll give you. You're standing, like the says you're four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a new halacha. And that is that even though we spent the good part of last week being mecharash halacha l'mishmesinais, which means we invented this thing called daifen akuma, which is halacha l'mishmesinais, which allows you, daifen akuma literally means a bent wall. It allows you to schlep a wall from where it is for real, in like you can see it, to where it needs to be halachically. And so whether or not that works by bending the wall or by bending the schach, it's much like this reshinim. But you can bend a wall in order to get it where it needs to go. So you have this concept of imaginary walls. We've discussed in the past good asik and good achis. We discussed a wall that may end in middle, but it continues imaginarily. So we discussed all sorts of imaginary walls, fake walls, not fake walls, halachically real, physically fake. So the Gemara says, okay, let's take this to its <coughs> mamish to its ultimate end, to like, as far as we can go with this. You have our case set up again, you have schach is way too high. So you build a stage in the middle of the room, and like, you know, like, just an independent stage, like you know, like Shakespeare theater, like it's like theater in the ramp, like a stage smack in the middle. And the problem is you're more than four arms away from any wall. So where are your walls coming from that this floor is the right size to schach? Where are your walls? No problem. The stage has sides, and the sides can continue to go up to the ceiling to the schach. And we can have imaginary walls. Good asik, which is Allah Khamashimasina. Says the Gemara, you're hundred percent right. You have imaginary walls. And if this would be a rishus for Shabbos, or a shus for Erevin, or a shus for other things, for Kenyan, let's say, hundred percent. We could be saying on those walls. But besides all of the halachic requirements of sukkah, besides the halachic requirements for a wall, we invented a new requirement. You need recognizable walls. You need visual walls. That I'm okay if you schlep a wall for us because at least there's something real here. That's your wall. You can point to your wall and it's just a matter of is it positioned right? Yeah, that you can use Allah Hamashimasina for. That you can use shtick for. But to invent an invisible wall, although halachically it's there, it doesn't satisfy a different bar, a different requirement. I'm fine with the wall. Just it's not mechitzas hanikaris. There's a special requirement by sukkah called mechitzas hanikaris. Based on that, says the Gemara, <coughs> says the Gemara, Tanarabah. We are, I would say it's like 10 lines down a dollar number base. Tanarabah. Niates, if a person planted, like sunk, a person sunk. Arba kundisin. Four posts. Besikach al gabon, and made schach on top of them. <coughs> Which means like a canopy. Like they sell like these tents that people have. The tent has no walls. 
there's these four posts that you put in the ground or in something, flower pots, and you could put a roof on top of it, but there's no walls. So, you know, protects from the sun, protects from the rain, but there's no walls. So you do that. Neat, you plant, you sink, you stick. Arba kundisen, four posts. Vesike chalgaban. And you put schach on top of them. Rabbi Yaakov machshir, the chacham and paisel. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher, and the chacham say it's paisel. And that is the machlekes we're going to be dealing with for the rest of the night. Rabbi Yaakov says that arrangement is kosher. The Chachamim say that arrangement is possible. We did not say where these posts are. Depending on how we construct the rest of the case, how we paint the rest of the picture, we will be able to have a better perspective of what's Rabbi, Huda, what's Rabbi Yaakov and what's the Chachamim's shita. Says Rav Huna, Omar Rav Huna, Machlekes al Sfas Hagak. This Machlekes is that you put these four posts at the edge of a roof. So, if this this is your roof, and you have a house going down here, one post is exactly 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 here. So essentially, what you're doing is, is you're continuing... The posts are at the four corners of the safer that he's holding. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing works for the golf channel. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet on the green. (laughs) When you graduate, you work for the Wimbledon channel. Um, So, you know, so like you could see exactly that it's really a continuation of these walls and the posts just continue the existing frame, like sort of, I don't know, when's the last time you all drove carpool? Not you. And like, you see like, you know, like where, the, where, the, where like one floor ends and the posts just continue. So you can see it's a continuation of an existing building. Says the Gemara, The only machlekes between Rav Huna, between Rav Yaakov and the Chacham, where Rav Yaakov says it's kosher, and the Chachamim still say it's possible is when these posts are basically continuations of an existing building size, structure, wall. holds, We say, The walls continue. And since you have, so says Tysus on the bottom, the little teeny Tysus, Obviously, this, we didn't get to those words yet, but Tess explains what's going on. Says Tesis, and ex- this Tesis explains what's going on here, that the fact that these posts continue an existing wall gives you context in your mind, and that sort of fills in the blanks for you. And they are real walls. They are visible walls. Taisus is explaining why this Gemara is not a violation of the rule we laid down last week. You need mechitzes hanikaris. You need to see the walls. So this Gemara, we have machlekes four posts. Where's the walls? Where's the walls? Says the Gemara, if this would work, and not everyone agrees it would work, the Chachamim say it still might not work, it would work 
because you have existing walls. You have real physical walls. Where are the Sukkot's four posts? Yeah, but since they're placed at exactly a continuation of the existing walls, your mind can picture walls, and this satisfies the requirement of mechitzes hanikaris. Why couldn't they say that this is the same upload as a body and Um As to whether these are mechitzes hanikaris or not. Gorgeous. Good kasha. Good kasha. Um, I would say because we're more inclined to make things work like Rava. Because it seemed like everyone agreed with Yeah, that. yeah. Like Tyson said in the text before that one we just read, Tyson said we go like Rava. So I, know, I, the, I mean, good kasha. And I guess if we're really stuck in the corner, we would, we're, you see, we're going to have two cases. We're going to explain one like that. We're going to explain an, another one another way. I guess if we wouldn't have that and we still would have this machlek, because we'd have to say like you. But all things being equal, we'd like to go in Rava. The Allah is always like Rava, except in a few cases. Says the Gemara. <coughs> Says the Gemara. One of them has got a very similar case to this that we do pass in like a bayin. But uh, says the Gemara. The only machlekes is when the poles are at the edge of the roof. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. I'm keeping everything you said. I'm asking to everything you said. You need walls, you need mechitzas, any cars. You have them here. The posts provide a framework, literally. And the walls that are on bottom of it provide visual walls. So I agree to everything you say. You have everything you need. It's a great case. We don't say good asik. Not in general, of course, in general we say good asik, but when it comes to sukkah, and here also it's still a problem of invisible walls. But if you would have four posts smack in the middle of a roof, just joking, smack in the middle of a roof, or for that matter, in the middle of your lawn. Meaning, you don't have walls to continue. You don't have walls that you're supposedly continuing. If you have no walls that your mind can continue, then everyone would agree this case is bad. In the middle of the roof, where even though you still have the four posts, it's for sure possible. That is Rav Huna's opinion, and Rav Huna works out perfectly with the last Gemara. So, if there is such a, an idea that poles can provide framework and then adding in this, the walls. Well, it was, I, I, it was, poles providing framework is going to be more the next far. I would say, yes, the poles provide a starting point, but the main thing is the continuation okay, so of the walls. Okay, so the walls. So, if that is now considered uh, an idea, to um, get around or even bring in the Mechitzas uh, Nikaros, then why not buy that, the Pasi Biros thing, right? If you have that L-shaped thing where you... We're going to get to Mamish, either the end of tonight or the next time we meet. Which is like, oh, I'm saying, but that, that would be something that 100%. is Nikar to everybody. Yeah, that, that's a wall, 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that's so you can two, have your... Two steps from here. Okay. 100%. Says the Gemara, Vrubnach, but number no. 
<coughs> this machlekes, the Arab Yaakov says it's kosher, is even smack in the middle of the roof without the context of the continuation of the walls, without the added visual assistance of the continuation of the walls. Rabbi Yaakov still says it's kosher, and the Rabbanan don't. Um, now, what, what will you do? How will you reconcile Rabbi Yaakov with the last Gemara? So I'll give you a bunch of options. Number one, you could say it doesn't, either the way you said it or he just doesn't care. Number two, you could say, one second, it's massively different. Over there, you had absolutely no wall. You were purely on the continuation of the stage, which is no wall, not even corners. Here, at <laughs> least you have corners. Here, at least you have posts in the four corners. So it could be, if you learn that there's no continuation of the wall, which is how Rav Nachman is learning, that it's even in the middle of the roof without the context of the continuation of the walls. Rabbi Yaakov uh, still says it's kosher. Why? Ah, you don't have mechitas cars, So we could go a couple ways. Either he doesn't care about that, or this is better. You have posts. You have four poles. So they're not invisible walls. The, by the case of the stage, where you were on a stage and you had absolutely no wall, you'd be totally semich on this imaginary wall to continue. That, I disagreed with. That's no good. But when you have four posts, that's a little better. And we'll see how in a minute. <laughs> Says the Gemara. Okay, you only said half a statement. Ibayilu. You said that in the middle of the gag is a machlekes, which means Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. What would that be? If you would do, Rav Nachman, what Rav Huna said, and put it at the edge of the wall, what would be then? In that case, would everyone agree it's kosher, even the Chachamim? The Chachamim, who argued in Rav Yaakov, according to you, Rav Nachman, if it would be at the edge of the roof, would it be for sure good in the Chachamim? Or the Chachamim generally don't like this whole thing. Oi, Dilma, perhaps, Bein Bezu, Bein Bezu Machlekes. Both case of Machlekes, which means the Chachamim argue when it's in the middle of the roof that you have absolutely no context for a wall. And for that matter, they argue even when you put it at the edge of the roof and you put the four posts exactly where the edges of the wall was and it continued, they still don't like it. Rav Nachman only said that Rav Yaakov is so lenient, not only will he allow four posts at an edge of a roof, he'll even allow four posts with no wall context, in the middle of the roof or on the ground. What the Chachamim hold he never talked about, we have a Shilam. Do the Chacham say, listen, we never like it, or only in the middle of the roof we don't like it, but at the edge of the roof we do. To that the Gemara says, teku. To that the Gemara says, teku. We don't know. Good Shilam. Says the Gemara, let me ask you a question. If a person sinks four corners, poles, corner poles, in the ground, like we said, ground is the same as the middle of the roof, no context of a continuation of a wall. He puts chach on top of them. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. Okay. So now we have, like, clear. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher, and the Chachamim say it's possible. Now, first of all, v'ha'aretz, the ground, like we said, it's It's just like the middle of the roof. And Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. Rav Huna, the first opinion we said, didn't you tell us before that in the middle of the roof where you don't have the wall, no one would say it's kosher? 
Ravuna, don't you see this clearly here? That Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher on the ground, which is just as bad, if not worse, in the middle of the roof. And, Ravuna, and, Ravuna, and you said no one would say it's kosher there. Ravuna said no one says it's kosher there. You see Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher there. Vaha'aretz, the ground, it's like the middle of the roof. Vikamachshir, Rabbi Yaakov, and Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. Says the Gemara, Tiyufta, Dervuna, Tiyufta. Goodbye, Charlie. There's no way to fix that. Ravuna is impossible to reconcile. Sorry, we reject him. Which means Ravuna said, middle of the roof, no continuation of the wall, no imaginary continuation of the wall. No one would say it's kosher. Black and white, Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. That Ravuna is wrong. How about the second thing we said? We said in the middle of the roof is, we said, is it a machlekes or does everyone agree? Or the, sorry, in the edge of the roof, is it a machlekes or does everyone agree it's good? Our second Shiloh says the Gemara, Va'id, let me go a step further. Isn't it remarkable that they only argue in the middle of the roof? They only argue with no wall context. What would that lead you to believe if it was at the edge? That it's for sure good, and we don't even have to talk about it. We don't even have to discuss it. It's for sure good. It's for sure kosher. Maybe we could go for the kill now. I mean, Rav Huna was wrong as far as the middle of the roof is concerned. Maybe Rav Huna is wrong as far as the edge. Rav Huna said it's a machlekes at the edge. Can't we infer from you that it's not even a machlekes at the edge? Everyone says it's for sure good. No, no, no. That much I'm not giving you. Rav Huna, Rav Huna will tell you, pligi, You're right, I give up. In the middle of the roof, I'm wrong. I said no one would say it's kosher. It's a machlekes there. But that doesn't mean that everyone agrees it's kosher at the edge of the roof. I would maintain it's still a machlekes at the edge of the roof, and the Chachamim still say it's possible at the edge of the roof. Really? If it's a machlekes there, so wouldn't you think it bore mentioning? Wouldn't you think you should have talked about it? Why are you only talking about the middle of the roof? This, that they're arguing in the middle of the roof, we purposely only talked in that case to tell you how Mekel Rabbi Yaakov is willing to go, how lenient Rabbi Yaakov is willing to go, that not only does Rabbi Yaakov say a sukkah is kosher at the edge of a sukkah, the Chum still say it's possible. But I'm willing to say, I want to take it to the furthest case possible. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher in the middle of the roof. The reason I talked in that case was to tell you how far Lekula Rabbi Yaakov is willing to go. So, end of story. Bottom line is as follows. We have machlekes between Rabbi Yankov and the Chacham. They for sure argue in the middle of a roof. Which means, they for sure argue with absolutely no wall context, and we for sure have an opinion, Rabbi Yankov, who's machshir without any wall context, with four posts. What would be the case of four posts at the edge of the wall? Is that universal? Is that unanimous? That everyone says it's kosher? Or is that also a machlekes? that we didn't pin anyone down, and that is still a question. And that's how this sugya, that's how the sugya ends. Okay, fine, so let's chazer again. Next time we'll be together is Wednesday night, sadly. Okay, so maybe also on the end of so, 
we um, we started talking on Thursday night, or was that Monday? Monday. Sunday, 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 right. Sunday, Sunday. Um, we discussed last week about mechitzes nikaris, which means there are ways to make walls that are definitely halachic walls, but they are not mechitzes nikaris. We said there's an Indian by sukkah to make mechitzes nikaris. You have to have visible walls by sukkah. That is a halach and sukkah. We then discussed a case last week, which is a machlekes, between Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim. If you can have four poles and tzchach on top of them, can these four poles themselves act as walls? The Gemara now says a brysa, which could be defining what we said last week. It could be a new brysa. But it's definitely a new kind of sukkah. We are about ten lines from the bottom of if a person plants, sinks, four poles in the ground, and puts schach on top of them, Sir Yaakov, who last week said it's kosher, four poles and schach is kosher, Rabbi Yaakov throws in a caveat. Yaakov Amar, Royim Kol, Royim, we imagine. Kol She'ilu, any pole that if you would, Yechaykaku, carve out, chisel out, V'yachloiku, and make flat, V'yesh Bahen Tefach Lekan, V'tefach Lekan, and have a Tefach each way, Nidainin Mishum Diyumid. It's counted as a Diyumid. Diumid, we'll, def- we'll define Diumid, then we'll go back and explain the sentence. Diumid is a Greek word, um, duo, meaning two, amad, posts. Uh, Diumid is a two-post. What does that mean? That means you take this round pole, and you picture if you could carve out an L in that pole, and each leg of the L be a tefach, you don't have to do that, but it has to be able to do that. Then we will allow this pole to work. How? As a diumid. Which means there is a concept that if a person wants to use a well on Shabbos, he needs to put mechitzas around it. And we know there's a concept of having an ama L on each corner. Have a, one ama north, one ama east. One ama east, one ama south. One ama south, one ama west, one ama west, and one ama north. You have four amas. That works. Rabbi Yaakov says you can even do that with a tefach. You can even do that with a tefach. So Rabbi Yaakov would tell you if you had four L's in each corner, northeast, southeast, southwest, uh, southwest, and northwest, four L's, that would work. These poles that are acting as your four corners are really L's, just they're round. You don't have to carve out the L, but it has to be big enough to hold an L that each side of the L will be a tefach. Now that would work as a diyumid. So now we're starting to understand what Rabbi Yaakov was talking about on Sunday night. Which means, yes, Rabbi Yaakov did say four posts work for a sukkah, Where's your wall? 
Where is your wall? Your wall is a beginning of a tefach in each direction. Why does that work? We'll discuss that in a second. But what you have is a sukkah with four walls, and you have the beginning tefach of each wall. And this beginning tefach is housed within this round pole. We pretend that each pole is an L. What did you say you can't do two kulas last week? Here you're you can't do two Allah Hamashim Sinas. Oh, okay. So this is not Allah Hamashim. This is, this knows, is yeah, one knows, fake L. Yeah. And then you have the fake wall, imaginary wall. It's a okay. Double. Okay. So the second thing you said is definitely an issue. The first thing you said isn't an issue. I'm not faking you that it's an L. It has to be big enough to be a tefach each way, and it is. In other words, the fact that there's extra wood that turned the L into a circle, that's not taking away from the wall. So that issue is, is not an issue. There is a tefach of space in each part of the L. Now, the fact that there's no walls, that's an issue. That we'll deal with in a second. So um, that is Nidan Mishum Diyumid. Vimlav, and if there is not a tefach, if you cannot carve out an L, ain Nidainan Mishum Diyumid. We do not give you the din of a Diyumid of a two post. Shayer Bianchov Eimer Bianchov said, Diyumde Sukkah Tefach. If you want to make a sukkah using Diyumids, they can each be a tefach. The Chacham say no. You need real walls of a sukkah. You need two real seven tefach walls. And the third wall is a tefach. So, Rabbi Yaakov and the Chacham both agree that your sukkah has to have seven square tefachim of area. That's not up for grabs. question is how the walls have to look. Rabbi Yaakov says that as long as the L's are spaced out seven tefachim from each other, and you have seven tefachim of area in your sukkah, your sukkah is kosher. What the Chachamim and Rabbi Yaakov argue about is, can you use these L's? Rabbi Yaakov says each wall just needs to be started by an L, which can be in a round thing, and the Chachamim say, no, you need two full walls and one tefach. Is Rabbi Yaakov saying that only on a Zion or could be no, any size? No, yeah, any size. Yeah. Now, says the Briskarov, what is Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim arguing about? Says the Briskarov, beautiful. We know that there's a halacha of Sinai that a wall of a sukkah can be a tefach. And that is a halacha of Sinai that we're all familiar with. The question is, where was that said? Rabbi Yaakov says, the halacha of Mishnah is that each wall has to be, each wall can be a tefach. The halacha of Mishnah that allowed a wall of a sukkah to be a tefach was set in all the walls of the sukkah. Now, Rabbi Yaakov adds a chumrah as well that you need to have representations of four walls. Meaning, you have to have a south wall, which has a tefach on each bottom. You have to have an east wall, which has a tefach on each side. You have to have a north wall, which has a tefach on each side. You have to have a west wall, which has a tefach on each side. But the halacha mishmasina that allowed a wall to be a tefach <coughs> allowed all the walls to be a tefach. So on one hand, it's a kula. On one hand, it's a kula that you, you don't need any real walls. You don't need any full seven tefach walls. The halacha mishmasina that allows a wall to be a tefach 
is applicable in all four walls. But you need to have representations of four walls. That is Rabbi Yaakov's opinion. The Chacham say no. The Allah Hashem is allowing a sukkah to be, a wall of a sukkah to be one tefach was once. You could use that on one wall. You need two real walls, and the third wall is a tefach. So the Bristurab is explaining the machlekes between Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim is, the machlekes between Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim is, what, how many of the walls of the sukkah can you use the halacha Mishim Sinai on? Can you use the halacha Mishim Sinai on all the walls of the sukkah? All the walls of the sukkah can be a tefach, or can you use this halacha Mishim Sinai only on one wall? That is how the brisk is Mazra. Now, the question is, and this is a <coughs> let's say you have two real walls. Does Rabbi Yaakov still require a tefach for the other walls? Or if you have two real walls, does he revert to the sheet of the Chachamim and you just need one tefach? Because it sounds from Rabbi Yaakov that you need all four walls. But we know that a sukkah is only, a sukkah is only three walls. So what Rabbi Yaakov exactly holds as far as the last wall, we don't know. But the Rishkarov is Masber that, that Rabbi Yaakov uses the Halach Sinai of a tefach for a, for a wall on all four walls. Okay, end of that sugya. Does he need, does Rabbi Yaakov need four kudisin or is he not with two? Have, uh, no, so yes, yeah, so, so number one, number one, not just two, it's four. Even though you have a tefach. Exactly, it does, you have four walls. No, no, you need each wall to be beginning and ending, which we will see, Usher, <coughs> when we talk about the tefach in our, in our shita, you may need the tefach to be split in half, meaning it's not a poshit that one tefach just at the edge will work. It's one of three opinions. The other two opinions say you need to split the tefach or pull the tefach away for tefachim. You need more than just a start of a tefach. So the fact that Yaakov needs um, one, 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 and one, one, is not weird. No one, only one opinion says one tefach at the edge will do it. Okay, that is the end of that. So we finished the section of the Mishnah on the sukkah being 20 amas high. So hold on, is it a, a, a double mach like it's between Chacham and Yaakov, whether you actually need four walls or not, and then within the walls, whether they can each be. That, that's what it sounds like. Now, you okay. could get out of that by saying, yeah. When you're being semach on these one tefach walls, you need four walls. But if you do, no, if you, you do say, regular, if you do a normal sukkah of two walls, then, tefach, sure then Rabbi Yaakov, I could go with that. But you want to do all tefachs, yeah. then you need, then you need four. Th- that's what I'm not sure about, or the machin is about. Okay, that was the first psul in the Mishnah. Twenty amas high. The next psul in the Mishnah, the next psul in the Mishnah, was that a sukkah that's not ten tefachim. High, even. It's lower than 10 Tvachim. What's the source that a sukkah that is not 10 Tvachim high is possible? Says the Gemara. Says, says the Gemara. Minan, how do you know that? Asks everyone, what do you mean? We said last week that any sukkah that's not ten tefachim high, is a dirasrucha, is a dirasrucha, and a dirasrucha is possible for sukkah, and there's your answer. 
Sukkah needs to be livable. Teshu kein daduru. If it's not teshu kein daduru, it's not livable. And therefore, it's inherently not a sukkah. Why are we now going to spend a lot of time trying to figure out that a sukkah less than ten tefachim is possible? We're, trying to, we're going to try to find sources in the Torah when we have a very, very usable, applicable svara why a sukkah less than ten tefachim is possible because it's a dear sukkah. So there's two options here. Darach Laner, that's for Nassim, Darach Laner said that Dira Srucha is only Dira Bonim. That Dira Srucha, it's like, you know, it's a personal preference, but if it doesn't bother you, then, you know, we don't like you to sit there, we probably think you're going to abandon your Sukkah because it's a pain in the neck. But Lamais, if you do it, it's not really possible. It's only Dira Bonim. So the Gemara here wants a real source that a Sukkah less than 10 is Taka Pasal Medairaisa, not just a Dira of Dira Srucha. So that's a valid need for our Gemara. That's one option. The Pnei Yeshua says, and even simpler tarots. Pnei Yeshua says like this, we're not talking about Yishach. Yishach is 20 amas high, or, you know, 20 tvachim high. Yishach is at perfect height. Yishach is at 8 feet high. So your walls are less than 10 tefach. So your deer is not a deer of srucha. You walk in, it looks like mine and your sukkah. The shach is way above your head. But the walls themselves are so short that we want to pass the sukkah, not on stira srucha. It's, it's beautiful. It's like a deck with a short fence. None of us would have any problems sitting in the afternoon in a deck with a short fence. It's not a stira srucha. It's a gorgeous place to be. The schach is mamish at the right height. Schach is at eight feet <coughs> height. The schach is perfect. Just the walls are less than 10 slachim. That's absurd. And that's not al stira srucha. It's very, very livable. It's very comfortable in there. But the, the walls are too short. Schach's at the right height. We're not looking, says the Pnei Shur, for a psul that the schach is too short. You're right. If the schach is at 10 tefachim high and it's coming into your head and ruining your experience, yeah, the sukkah's possible on Stira Srucha. That we don't need a source for. That's possible on Stira Srucha. So the Gemara that we just learned before with Yuma, they have to be at least 10 tefachim high. Who did Yumad? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- that issue was not a height issue. Yeah, Yumad was I'm a saying wall if you can do it that way, yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. What about the good asset that you said earlier? So good asset. No, no walls and it still goes up to short. Good asset. No, because the stage you're on had ten tefachim. Good asset requires a real wall to start off with, which is ten tefachim, and then it goes up. Now, in your case, it was a stage. You don't notice. I'm saying by that case, you're not even noticing it's a wall here. For sure, you're going to notice. Hundred percent. So, so you're right. Out the psul of mechitas hanikaris. You're bad in that case. But if you would have, like we, like we said, for instance, from the Sasamis last week, if you have 10 tefachim going down, because this schach is sunken into your sukkah, so let's say you erase from here the problem of mechitzas and ikaris, but you need a 10 tefachim, I think good asik works once you have a wall. Good is a wall, asik. So you need a basic wall of 10 tefachim, and then I can give you any good asik you want but you need a basic wall of ten tefachim. If you don't have a wall of ten tefachim, I can't work with you. So, so that's what Pnei Yeshua says, what we're looking for here. We're looking for a source, we're looking for a source that a sukkah has to be, we're looking for a source that a sukkah has to be at least ten tefachim in order for a wall to be a wall. Now, after that, you can play whatever games you want. You can have good asik, you can have good alchis, you can have defenakuma, but you need to be in the game. 
And that is a ten tefach wall, and that we don't know. So far, you made that up. And that's what the Gemara is asking us. We know. How do you know that a ten, that a wall needs to be ten tefach? And don't tell me, oh, it's very comfortable to live in here. It's not the right height, but you're passing the wall out wall. And that's what we're looking for a source for. So says the Gemara like this. We know, itmar. We learned. Rav Verbchanina. It was either Rav or Rabchanina. Verb Yoinasin Verb Chaviva. Or Verb Yechman Verb Chaviva. Now, Masna Bekula Seder Mayid. Whenever you have that grouping in Seder Mayid, Kolki Hai Zuga, Chlufe Verb Yechman. If you ever have that grouping of Amiraim, switch out Verb Yechman, Umali Verb Yoinasin. And put in Rabbi Yehonasan, which means if you have Rabbi Yehonasan, Rabbi Yehonasan on his own, yeah, you know, we have him plenty of times. I think Rabbi Yehonasan is the most oft quoted Amir. Someone told me in Jazz, I don't know if that's true. Um, but if you have Rabbi Yehonasan by himself, no need to change his name to Rabbi Yehonasan. But if it's this Chevra, Rav, Verbchanina, Verb Blank, Verb Chaviva, that fill in the blank is Rabbi Yehonasan, not Rabbi Yehonasan. So, how do you know that you need ten tfachim to be a sukkah, to be a wall? Now, the, the hanacha over here, the assumption going in that is the key to making the sukkah work, is that a sukkah is a rishus. A sukkah has to be a property. A sukkah has to be an entity. If a sukkah is not an entity, it can't be a sukkah. So what we're going to try to prove is that tent fachim is the minimum size of an edifice, of an entity. If something is less than tent fachim, it doesn't count as an entity at all. Sumaris so is like this. Aaron Tisha. The Aaron HaKadosh, so we know it's like Amasai. So, sorry for... Um, <laughs> so... Amma b'chetzi. How much is Amma b'chetzi? Amma is six t'vachim. And a half an Amma is three t'vachim. So the height of the Aran, Amma b'chetzi k'mosai, is an Amma and a half, is nine t'vachim. So the Aran is nine t'vachim high. Aran tisha. V'kapiris, and the lid of the Aran, upon which the Kruvim rested, the top of the Aran, the lid of the Aran, is one tefach. Hare kanasar. So, given number one, the Aran Kaidish in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Mishkan, I mean, in the Mishkan, was ten Tfachim high. Now, next step. Viksiv. Harekanasar, Viksiv, and it says in the Pasik, and Hashem said to Mesha, I will meet you there. Vidibarti Yitcha, and I will speak to you, Me'ala Kapiris from on top of the kapiris. So, given number two, HaKadosh Baruch who spoke to Moshe from on top of the kapiris. Beautiful. Vitanya. Ingredient to number three. Rabbi Yaisi, I'm Rabbi Yaisi, says, Me'olam layarda shechina lamata. Never has the presence of Hashem come down to earth exactly. It never came down to earth, which means, of course, Hashem is molekalar, it's kvaydeh, but the actual presence of the Shekhinah never went down to earth. And, v'le'alu 
And for that matter, any human beings who were familiar with having gone up to Shemayim, namely, Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, went up to Shemayim for 40 days and 40 nights, or Elio Hanavi, who's Allah, Bissara, Hashemayim, Elio Hanavi, went up to heaven. So any human that went up to heaven never, Moshe Elio never left Tent Fachim of earth. Now, you're thinking, the last time I was on a plane, the last time I was on a plane, I was at the place 38,000 feet, which is more than 10 thousand. No, that's all earth. Whatever, whatever this is talking about, it's talking about within 10 thousand of what is earth. Because that was over the surface of the earth. <coughs> so, there's a rule. Hash- oh, right? Right? So maybe maybe we can't stay there. I, like I was like I, I, don't, I don't know exactly how to answer this. That maybe we can't stay there. Eventually, you're gonna come down. Maybe it's uh, there's area that we can share, but maybe. Uh, Let's read the Gemara and then help me help me reconcile that. It's like this. So there's a rule. Hashem never came down to earth, and obviously this is where we're going. We're going that. If the rule is Hashem never came down to earth, and he still said he's going to come to the top of the Kapiris, so we see that wherever the top of the Kapiris is, is a different Rishos. It's a different entity than the Kapiris. And if the Kapiris is Ted, aha, so we see that the shear of an entity is Ted. That's, that's our goal over here. But we needed those three ingredients. Number one, the Shina announced that it's coming to the top of the Kapiris. Number two, number two, we know that the Kapiris was ten twelve high. Number three, we know that the Shekhinah never came down to earth, and it still went there. Ah, that's a different Rishos. And that's what we're looking for. So first we question what you just said. We want to say Aretz instead of Earth. I think there's a, you know... So, Earth is, Shemayim is Earth. Shemayim is... Could be Earth. Well, we refer to Shemayim. Yeah. I think, you know, the definitions have to be defined a little bit clearer. In other words, a bunch of us come up ten fachim off of the ground. Yeah, and but how about for that, that? That I'm good with because I never saw Hashem on Earth. Right. But how about none of us went more than ten above Earth? We there's did. A, there's an in between. There's Shemayim, there's Arts, and there's an in between. I hear. I hear. Some of the, let, 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 let's let, let's see what the Gemara says like this. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, so says the Gemara. Really. Oh, sorry, Shemar, why is, why is this true? Hashemayim, Shemayim Lashem. The Shemayim belongs to Hashem. V'ha'aretz, Nasan Levnei Adam. And the Aretz was given to people. Says the Gemara, really? V'la'yard ha'shechina lamata? Hashem never went down to earth? V'ksiv, v'yered Hashem al Harsinai. It says Hashem went down to Harsinai. This is Lamal of Esar. No. He went down to Arsina till 10 and stopped at 10. That's what it means. He was always above 10. It says, In the Haftar we lay in the Chabbos Cholmoid Sukkis. In uh, when Mashiach comes, and this is why people like to be buried in Harazesim, that uh, Kodesh Baruch is going to, says, Half on the east and half on the west, and the mountain's going to split open, and then, like, that's where Tchiyas is going to start from. But it says, his feet will stand, so to speak, 
Al says once again, That is above ten So that half of the equation remains intact. And then the Gemara says, really? This is where we're going to have trouble, Asher. Moshe and Elio never went up to Shemayim Vaksev Umoshe Olo El Heolakim Moshe went up to Hashem Lemata Me'asar Below 10 So you could do one of two things with this You could say that his feet were like always within 10 Or you could say he went up to 80,000 feet or whatever it is But he was always There was always a 10 tefah buffer Between where he was and Shemayim And up until that point is all earth That's what I'm most comfortable saying. Um, says the Gemara, the Nope, it was beneath ten, which means he never got within ten. And Vaksiv, Bayal Elio Basara Shemaim. Aye, it says Elio went up in a whirlwind to Shemaim. So the says once again, Elio always remained within less than ten. Says the Gemara, Aye, Vaksiv, the Pasik says, Hashem said to Moshe, grab on to the face of my kisei. I will spread out, I will lower my anan to within your reach, and you'll be able to grab on to the kisei of covet. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said, or Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu. V'amr of Tanchum says of Tanchum, what does that mean? Malamed Shapirish Shakai. Parshaz is an abbreviation. Of Pirish Shakai Ziv. You know that Hakarish Baruch Hu extended himself. Pirish Shakai Ziv. Hakarish Baruch Hu extended himself. Va'anano and his cloud or whatever, Olav, to Moshe. Says more once again, Lamata Me'asar. Lamata Me'asar. It was less than 10. So I understand. If he hit the Kisei Akavid, he obviously went to within 10 of it. So it says, Mikol Mokin, Machas Penei Kisei Ziv. It says that he grabbed the Kisei. So the Mar says, no, what happened was, Ishtaruva ve'ishtarvav le'kisei adasar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu floated. Ishtarvav means to float. HaKadosh Baruch Hu lowered and floated his kisei to within, to the bottom of where he could go, to within ten, and Moshe went up till where he could go, and at that point, Hashem was still in his zone, and Moshe was still in his zone, but Moshe Rabbeinu was able to grab onto the Kisei HaKavid with neither of them violating their airspace regulations. HaKadosh Baruch Hu floated his Kisei until 10. V'nokat Bey and Moshe took it. So, we'll stop here for tonight, but the Raya, which we're going to have to verify a little more, the Raya is, we're looking for a Raya, that a wall has to be tenfach. The theory is that a wall, a sukkah, is its own rishos. How are we going to prove that a ten tefach situation, a ten tefach entity, is a rishos? We're going to prove it by showing his files. Hakadosh Baruch never went on earth, and we never went off earth. Yet we know. HaKadosh Baruch Hu came within 10 Tfachim of the floor. How do we know that? Because as HaKadosh Baruch Hu met Moshe from on top of the Kaparis, which was 10 Tfachim off the floor. So we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who will not go onto the domain of earth, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not go onto the domain of earth, went to within 10. So we see that the domain is called 10, and therefore we have a riot that the smallest amount of a sukkah, the smallest amount of the amount of a domain of a sukkah, the smallest rishos, is ten tafach 
And that's the Raya we're looking for. Feel stuck there.